Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, everyone. Thanks for checking out Campfire Stories. Did you know that you can tune into our live stream every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, right here on Spotify? That's right. You can listen to our show live every week. But Corinne, you have to tell them the best part. Uh, How could I forget? Want to join the discussion, chat around the campfire, or share your own ghoulish and ghostly story? All you have to do is download the Spotify Live app by following the link in our episode description. Nothing to be scared about. Maybe. You can sign up for free or use your Spotify login to join. Then follow Campfire Stories to get notified when our room is going live and we'll save a spot for you by the fire. So remember, you can listen to Campfire Stories live on Spotify every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, or join us to share your story on the Spotify Live app available now at the App Store. You bring the stories and we will bring you the campfire. Oh my gosh. Hi. It's easy today because I'm joining under campfire stories. So it's just <laughs> the two of us today. There's no talking to yourself for five minutes. You know what's funny beginning. though is that it's sometimes it makes me sad to think that you don't have your own profile in here because Sven could then have our campfire stories one, you know? Oh yeah. We yeah, we basically I just removed the opportunity for a haunting this time. Uh, you say that, Corinne, but <laughs> I know I'm like, don't oh, jinx shit. us. <laughs> totally may jinx it. But welcome, everybody, to Campfire Story. Welcome. Just real quick, please uh, don't request to speak yet because tonight is themed and we only want to bring people up who have stories relative to the theme. The theme is medium. So I guess if you have a story related to mediums, you can go ahead, get in that queue, and we will get ready to bring you up. Yeah, because last week we did the whole pick a theme out of a hat, which is so fun. And then when we were like, oh, are you a medium? Do you have experiences with mediums? So many people raised their hands. So we're like, okay, well, that's it. That's the theme for for this next week. Let's do it. Because we make all the rules, of course. So we were like, let's just do whatever we want. Oh, can I tell you something strange that's happening? And maybe there's someone else who lives in Boston in this shot who can explain what's going on. What's going on? Okay. Maybe two months ago, around like 10, 15 at night. Okay. I heard a loud bang. Like it basically sounded like a cannon blasting or like a crack of thunder. And then there was like a big flash of light, almost like blue light across the whole sky. And I'm pretty, I'm higher than most of the buildings around me. There's some buildings that are blocking my view and the light seemed to go to be Mm -hmm. sourced from like whatever is happening behind a a building. So I couldn't see exactly where it came from, but it still lit up the whole sky and there was a big bang. And so at the time I like leapt out of my bed and I was like, oh my God, what is going on? I thought 
honestly, I thought something really bad was happening in Boston. I was like, oh my God, we're, we're all going to die. Yeah. Scary. No one seemed to react. Nothing happened. I looked it up. I Googled it. No one was saying anything. And I was like, okay, whatever. That was just a fluke, weird thing. Then a few nights ago, also around 10, 15, the same exact thing happened. It was a huge, it it literally sounded like the biggest crack of thunder. Like I was excited. I ran, I turned off my light in my room and I was like, ready for the thunderstorm. Nothing. And so I look at the radar and I'm like, oh shit, there's, there's literally nothing overhead. This is clear skies. So then I'm like, are you like jumping timelines and you're just rippling through a massive portal and making, I don't don't know. I don't know. Making ripples in the universe. I literally texted one of my friends who lives across the street from me. And I was like, Chris, what's going on? And he's like, I didn't see anything. He was on a movie. So he was like, oh, I have no idea. But so then I started Googling harder and like going on the next door app and like doing all the stuff and looking at all the police reports. I'm just imagining the literal version of that where you're just clicking harder on harder. Yeah. My thumbs were sore. I was typing so hard, (laughs) but truly I was Googling everything I could. No one in Boston seemed to have experienced or seen the same thing that I have been seeing. But what I did Mm -hmm. find was that last year, multiple months apart, people in New Hampshire and outside of Boston and Massachusetts we're all reporting the same thing happening. And scientists and police basically were like, we have no idea what you guys are seeing. And it's always like around the same time of night. It's around 10, 15 that this keeps happening. And That's so, so weird. This, the theory is maybe it's meteors getting really close to Earth, like breaking up like closer in the atmosphere than we're used to. But wouldn't other people be posting about that? that's that's my question and i get that i'm in a city and like in the city everybody ignores everything and if you look out no one else reacts then you're just like okay well then i guess i have nothing to react to but like this is multiple people months apart from each other all saying that something's happening outside of boston and then i'm seeing the same thing twice in boston and it's always the same time of night like the the new hampshire and other massachusetts people there were like over 100 reports that i was reading and they were all saying it was around the same time it was 10 p.m. Oh, my god! What's happening? I don't know. But Vanessa brought up, have you seen the images NASA just released? Yes. They're, they're amazing. amazing. I know this is not helping you with your problem, but it's just in it. It's just whatever is happening in the universe in the greater beyond of us. We just don't understand anything. We have such limited knowledge and... It is. Um, I know. Sometimes it's hard to think about because it makes me feel like a teeny weeny itsy bitsy little. Like that image is that image is within the, a grain of a sand. Like if we picked up one <laughs> sand grain, right? It is that image that place it's encapsulated in that. that. And that is Danielle just made a good point. Danielle wrote they did turn on that particle collider a few days ago. Yeah, CERN is CERN turned on that. Yeah, particle collider, and now everything's happening. Where are they? Where is CERN doing their research? They're based in Switzerland. They're in Geneva. Okay, um, so not Boston is what you're saying. No, not Boston, but everybody's switching timelines, and there's way more Mandela effects, and things are happening. Okay, but to your, to what you were saying, Sabrina, with with the what's it called? The what's that space telescope called? I cannot remember for the life of me. It's like the James something or other. 
I follow the, I think she's named the space gal or space girl or something on TikTok. And she heard through the grapevine of her community that they'll be releasing images from our own solar system sometime this week. And she's theorizing that they'll have really up close images and like beautiful, super clear images of Jupiter and all of these like planets, moons and everything. So maybe we'll see something we shouldn't. Mom, not not the Hubble. My mom is named Deborah, in case you're wondering. (laughs) Oh, wait. The James Webb. Eric said James Webb. Was I close? Did I say James? Okay. I can't remember what I said. I don't remember. Yeah. My brain's broken. Yeah. We all are. Well, if anyone has answers about anything, you know, let us know. Maybe the mediums have answers. And that's what we're here to talk about today. Help us. Help us. (laughs) Help us understand how tiny we really are. Yeah. (laughs) What's going on around us. Tell us about the universe and the spirits that are looking out for us, or maybe, um, I don't know, spirits that are following us, shadows that are following us. Basically, tonight's theme is if you've had, if you've gone to see a medium and they've told you something, if you've been in a grocery store or a parking lot and someone's like, hey, I'm a medium and I really need to deliver this message to you, let us know. That is the topic for today. We're going to try to keep stories to five-ish minutes in length just so we can get as many people up here as possible in the, believe it or not, 52 minutes that we have remaining of this event and evening. And it, I like it is. It's, an event. it's a paranormal event weekly. Yeah. Oh, speaking of events, let's just really quick yeah. remind everyone that next week on the 21st, Sabrina and I will be together and we have a live show, but the live show is virtual. So you don't have to physically come anywhere you can just sit on your couch and be in our life i'm gonna post the link for people to buy tickets yeah i'm so excited there's gonna be some cool things surprises it's gonna be fun yes and it's tgog summer camp themed meaning corinne and i are your camp counselors Hats off to us or hats off to you and socks off to all of you because we are terrifying camp counselors. Yeah. You guys are the OG campers too, coming here for campfire stories every single week. So yeah. And the best thing is it's just like this, but we are going to be in a studio together. It's video and you can join from anywhere in the world or galaxy. I mean, maybe if you have like... Or galaxy... You can join from the dark side of the Gym. moon. All the aliens, <gasps> their structures. If you live in, yes. in Middle Earth, <laughs> I'm like going deep in the conspiracy <laughs> theories right now. Corinne, Catch you there. I feel like you would love to live in Middle Earth. Oh, wouldn't I? Yeah. Wouldn't I? Wouldn't I? Wouldn't I? Okay. So let's start, shall we? Okay. Yes. Just reminding Ooh, people. I don't want to be mean, but if, if we do bring you up and you don't have a medium story, make us believe you have a medium mm. story. <laughs> <laughs> then we're just going to play audio of crickets in response. No, we would never do that. Yeah. <laughs> no. no. Eric goes, boot them. <laughs> hey, booing people is a good thing here. We yeah. love to be booed. We do okay. come here every single week. So if you don't have a story about a medium, you have many more chances every week after this to come up on stage. So, yes, mom, I would argue, yes, a palm reader does count as a medium. Yes, correct. It does. Okay. I am bringing up Alicia. Oh, I saw Alicia's chat in, the, in this chat. I'm very eager to hear. Oh, 
Hi. Hi. Oh my God. I didn't expect this. <laughs> well, you couldn't, you teased us with that. Yeah. Um, well, I guess I'll just get right to it. So my, he's actually my great uncle, not my like straight uncle. <laughs> um, so <laughs> my, um, cousins, well, okay. So he passed away in the, um, and he was in a car accident. So he was a mechanic and a farmer. So like all of his vehicles were in check. So the fact that he died in a car accident was very, very, very strange. Um, and then I think this was about five or six years ago. My cousins went to a medium because they were like, hey, our dad passed away. We want to know what happened. And she told them that he came through and said that somebody cut his brakes. Yeah. And like, they've gone to multiple mediums now and every single one says murdered. That's the only one that gave specifics that his brakes were cut. And that's how like he crashed his vehicle. So my cousin told me the story like two summers ago blew my mind. Like I, it's so tragic and so awful because they were all really when he died, but like, like, yeah, now they're like very speculative, speculatory about who like could have done that to him. Have they, I mean, is there anything they could do, like, investigation-wise? Well, it happened in, like, the 70s. So, like, everything that, you know, they would have had for evidence is just, like, gone because it was such a long time ago. And they ruled it, like, a car crash and he just died. So That breaks my heart and is so, oh, my gosh. That's And multiple mediums have said this to them. Yeah, I think they've seen two or three. And every single one has said that it wasn't an accident. Oh, my God. Do you guys have any... Does your family have any suspicions of who it, who it might be? So I have my own suspicions, but I don't really, I don't have anything to back them up. All I know is that the guy that married my aunt after my uncle passed away is not a great guy. And they did know each other before he died. So hmm. but I have no, you know what? I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that your uncle at least was a, or your great uncle was at least able to, give that message you know like i hope that he found some peace in at least being like hey this was more than what it appeared to be right yeah and i think that gave my cousins put my cousins at peace like they're a lot more okay with oh good okay but like they're more at peace with it i guess is the best way to yeah yeah i mean regardless i think despite our peace i think having that information to you and having no way to get justice is is i'm sure so upsetting and infuriating and confusing and you know not having proof and all of that so that's so sad yeah i had a short one so that's all but thank you everybody for your condolences like i wasn't able to meet him ever but i heard he was a really great guy so oh well thank you so much for sharing with us well thank you no problem thank you for bringing me up of course course. bye alicia everyone else was saying that they could hear her so i don't i don't know what's going on with us sabrina so sven is busy at work they if he, they i don't know don't need um the campfire stories account for themselves apparently they're taking us with them too they're like everyone be quiet <laughs> corinne and sabrina you can't hear everyone else can enjoy together okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, i can't even imagine getting that information i know i know because then it's like what do you what do you do with it what do you do you know yeah uh, it's so uh, so difficult. Yeah, but also it's like, isn't that what everyone wishes for too? Right? Like, there's mysterious circumstances, yeah. or a tragic sudden death, and true. You want more answers, 
And now you're getting pointed towards the answers. Yeah. But it's like, it's one of those things yeah. where when people have premonitions, but they don't actually know like the time or place or person, it's just like a, an intense feeling or yeah, flashes of it. And it's like, okay, well now I, you, you don't get the full story. So it's still just a little bit confusing. Okay. I'm going to bring up Carly. And then after that, Jessica. Lovely. Oh my God. Because <laughs> Carly has a really cute cat. Oh my god! I can't believe this. I I was like on the way somewhere. I never thought that this would be the episode that I get to talk to you guys. Uh, that is my cat from back home. I miss him a lot. It was Max. What's your cat's name? Max. We call him Mimi, though. A million things. But okay. Wow. Oh my god. I'm nervous. Oh my god. Everyone says this, but you guys are so awesome. I've been listening since. I don't even know when years, um, but you guys are the best. Oh, thank you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for oh, being here. Thank you. So, okay. So the story that first came to my mind, medium wise, it didn't happen to me personally, but I just heard about it recently. So I thought it was really interesting. Um, I don't know if you know the actress, Kanchit. Yeah. She's in a bunch of stuff. Um, but oh, yeah. Anyway, she's in this movie called uh, The Gift, which where she plays a medium, basically. Um, and when she was researching for the role, she um, met this medium in Savannah. And the medium read her and told her all this stuff. One of the things she told her uh, was like, this literally, why am I telling this story? Oh, oh my God. Uh, was about how she was going to have four children Uh-oh. oh oh my gosh what is happening is it just us and everyone else carly can you hear us carly carly oh no carly carly this is of course all i heard was she was gonna have four children i know of course this is the episode where this happens right it's like we're talking about interactions from the other side i think the problem is is we have way too many people in this room who have spirits around them that are strong enough to come forward and give messages. And so now everything is just all over the place. (laughs) I wonder if the spirits all heard the word medium and the fact that we're talking about mediums and now they're all trying to come through this. I know. Yeah, it goes, the ghost got her. I love how everybody's like, Oh, Carly, you're back. Wait. Oh my God. I I feel like I've just taken up so much time by cutting out. Okay, wait. You're no, looking, you're back. back. Oh, you're back. You're back now. So we'll see. Oh no! Oh Carly, no! You're gone. Oh my god! It's telling me my signal is weak. I don't normally have bad signal here. Am Stand I- wherever you are right now. Do not move. Like, don't move. Muscle. Okay. Do not move a muscle. Okay. Anyway, this story. I feel like it's not the best. I don't know why I'm really telling it. Anyway, she. They told. <laughs> they said that um one that one of her children would come to her in a, uh, I don't know what the word was weird way. Basically she ended up having four children just happened. Like she never wanted that many children. She didn't even want kids. She ended up having four children. And then years later adopting her fifth uh, child, a daughter. And then, uh, also this medium told her that she had this vision of her with two men around her protecting her. She was like, what? Like guards, like sounded like she was like, what? Like she was in danger. Oh my gosh. And she kept saying the uh, name like Garrett or Garen or something like that. She ended up years later, she found herself on set for this film um, 
where she played a woman named Veronica Guerin, who's a real person, who's this journalist um, in Ireland who reported on the drug crime there and the corruption. And she ended up being murdered by the gangs in Ireland. And um, so they had her under like crazy protection. She was doing this film in Ireland. Um, And she had this moment when she was on set and she was getting out of a car with these two bodyguards around her. And, Oh, she also had said short hair. The woman kept saying short hair. She was like, I don't know what that means. And she had a short Bob wig on and these two men protecting her playing Veronica Guerin. Yeah. It's just such a a weirdly specific one, but yeah. Anyway, that's pretty much it. This is so cool. I had never heard any of this. Yeah, it's so interesting. I know, interesting. I'm literally like writing this down Interesting I that more. it's from, um, I don't know, you should watch The Gift, where she plays a, uh, she's like a, she's medium, really. Um, it's, it's, a, but yeah, that's how she came okay. about all of these things. Yes. And, you know, she like sort of believed in it before that, but I think she had this experience and it definitely like changed, um, yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so cool yeah i've never seen that movie but but i'll be honest when you first said the gift i thought you were talking about the movie where wait is it the same one where it's like there's a stalker there's... no oh no that is a movie though i, I um yes Isn't I, that. Yes, in that one too? I don't know i think she is i think uh, she's in two movies called the gift called the gift I, I, I wouldn't put it past her she's in so many things so that's so- <laughs> oh my god Wow, I can't believe I talked to you guys when I, I literally have a sinus infection. Like, I sound crazy. I have so Wait, many no, other you stories. Sound crystal clear. No, I'll you don't. I need to email them. Uh, I, we love it. Oh, my gosh. We're okay, so glad that you were able to tell your story. Thank you I'm so much. I'm so glad I got to talk to you guys. Have a great night. And I can't wait for to hear the rest of people's stories. Yay. Uh, Yay. Bye. Bye. So Thanks, much. Bye. This reminds me of... Um, I'm pretty sure when Helena Helena Bonham Carter, I feel like I always say it wrong. She was auditioning for the role of Princess Margaret in The Crown and went to a medium who I think the psych the psychic or it was a psychic. The psychic said there's someone named Margaret coming through and she thinks that you'll play her really well. And I might be butchering what? that story, but I think it's I think that's what happened. This is so fascinating. Wait, okay. Another person who goes and gets readings done regularly and sees mediums is now I'm going to forget her name. Who is, who plays Max in Stranger Things? Um, Sadie Sink. Yes. Sadie Sink. She said every six months she goes and goes to, I, I don't know if it's a psychic or medium or who, who specifically, what specifically it is, but she goes and gets a reading every six months. Oh, wow. Yes. That's so cool. maybe this is the thing everyone should just regularly do. Yeah, yeah. Going to mediums and and having therapy every, you know, just as a uh, regular rotation. I feel like are um, great things to have yeah. in your life. Excellent things to have. Can't yeah. cannot agree more. Can't recommend them both enough. Actually, I've only been to like I don't even think I've been to a medium. I've only done tarot readings. Yeah, I haven't been to a medium either. I think I'm nervous. It's one of those things where I feel like sometimes when I hear people getting having mediumship happen around them, it's always they go and get like tea leaves read or uh, tarot cards, and then it's not meant to be channeling anybody, but it just happens to happen, you know, where they're like yeah. just supposed to get yeah. tarot cards read, and then suddenly the person's like, "Okay, sorry, um, I have to tell you because your relative <laughs> will not leave me alone." 
Yeah, you would have. That's my dream. Right? Isn't it? Uh, we did. We got our tarot cards read at your bachelorette in in New Orleans. The Vampire Lounge, right? The Voodoo Lounge. Yeah. Voodoo Lounge. Vampire Lounge? Where were we? Vampire, Vampire Lounge. Lounge. They did tea leaf readings. They did the whole thing. It was very cool. Yeah, it was very cool. And we did absinthe there. Um, okay. I said I was going to bring up Jessica, right? Jessica, and then Maybe. I'm going to bring up um, <laughs> Katrina something cry your. And I hope that there's a full sentence in your name. Cry your heart out or something like that. We'll find out after this. <laughs> Hi, Jessica. Find out. After Hi. The <laughs> Hello. Can you guys hear me? Oh, yes. Yes. Well, at least for now we can. We'll see if the spirits get you too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so excited. I've been listening to you guys since I was pregnant with my son. And he, we, like we used to, where we used to live in Utah, we'd go past the cemetery every day. And every day he'd look over there and go, I see dead people. So, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and he was two. So, um, <laughs> yeah. But that is so scary. It was, and we lived right next to the cemetery. So it wasn't exactly comforting for him to look out the window and be like, I see dead people, mommy. Like, okay. (laughs) But um, I've just got two quick stories. So um, me, myself, I'm like, I get messages from family members that have passed um, to like give to family, to give like to other family members during special days. So when my little sister was getting married, um, after she had gotten married, my great grandmother and my uncle who passed when I was young, who I was really close to both came through and told me to tell my little sister, like congratulations and that they were super proud of her. And also my great grandmother told me to tell my grandma, who is her mother, that she loved and misses her. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a really special moment. (laughs) I'm named after this great grandma. So it was just kind of a special, a special thing. And she's come through for me several different times, um, within my, like within my lifetime, just to like give messages to people or even to myself. And then the last story is, uh, when I, so before I had my oldest son, I'd act, I had sadly had a miscarriage right before. And I was sitting in church one day, um, after it had all happened and that's okay. (laughs) It's okay. Um, this little girl's voice, um, came through and told me like, don't be sad, mommy. Tell daddy, don't be sad. Um, little brother's coming soon. And then about, and about like two months later, we found out we were having my son. So yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I have so many chills. (laughs) That is incredible. Oh, that is so sweet. Thank you. It was. It, it's I'm been. Cry. <laughs> it's. Just, I'm surprised I was able to get through it without tearing up and crying because I can never, um, like, you never get through that story without crying. But. <laughs> so when when you get these messages, are they always delivered to you in the same way, or do you get them through like dreams or just hearing messages, feeling them? Does it change? Um. So. Typically, they either come through dreams or um, if it's during a special moment, I'll feel like a pressure on one of my shoulders, like someone's like putting their hand on my shoulder. Um, And then I'll hear the message uh, come in and I could hear their voice 
and then built like with my grandma, like I never met her. She died right before my great grandmother died right before um, I was born. But um, I like if if I ever whenever I do see her after passing, like I'll be able to know who she is just because I know her voice now because she's come through so many times just to tell people like congratulations in moments. Wow. Like she, whenever I got married, she came to me in like a dream the night before and uh, said that she was really proud of me and that she was so happy that I was, I had found somebody. Oh, so. that's so nice. <laughs> I know. That's Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Shannon wanted to know how old you were when it first started. It started I was about 12 is when it started. Um, We had just moved from Idaho to Alaska and I was having a hard time adjusting. And so I was, I was just in my bedroom one night and crying. And then all of a sudden I felt this, like just this hug go around me. And I heard my grandma Rose and then, um, which is my middle name that I'm her namesake. Um, and then my uncle, who had passed when I was eight years old, uh, both came through and told me it was going to be okay. Um, and then just had like this warmth wash over me. And it just felt like I was being hugged by several different people. So I don't know who else was there. It's just so lovely that you're getting such wow. positive messages and experiences. It, it, it's really nice to have. I mean, I've had some really scary experiences too um, from working in a basement at a college, but uh, I can send those stories. I can send those stories in a different time. <laughs> yeah, wait, definitely want to know those. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. These are much, <laughs> these sound very sweet. And I, I love, despite the sadness around some of the reasonings behind the messages you're getting it is um, quite heartwarming and beautiful thank you Uh, I want to I want to do what you do (laughs) I want to have all of these wonderful messages come through I'm just like oh I feel heartwarmed and and have that like reassurance and to be able to spread the like warmth and love to other people too through messages that's really beautiful that you get to do that Thank you. It is, it's something that like, that not all of my family realizes that's a good thing. A lot of them say that a lot of them, if I do have something to tell them, they won't, they don't want me to tell them um, just because they don't believe in it. But like my husband believes me, my, my mom, my grandma, my little sister and my dad, who's had lots of experiences. He went on a mission to Brazil. And so he's got a lot of crazy stories, but Okay, so this might there's some chatter in the chat saying that this likely runs in your family. So perhaps it does. There's some sort of openness. Um, as far as I know, I'm the only one who's open to it because everybody else doesn't want to be open to it. They're scared of it. And I'm the only person who loves the paranormal and like spooky stuff like this. Um, my mother is literally terrified <laughs> of everything. She wouldn't let us watch Harry Potter because she thought it was too scary when we were kids. Yeah. (laughs) So nobody else likes this except for me. Um, So even if anybody else did um, have the gift, they wouldn't like acknowledge it at all. I'm glad to see that there are other moms who didn't let them also watch Harry Potter. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's one of those tough things because it's like, depending on what you believe, it's kind of hard to feel it's hard to make the decision as to what you're comfortable with. Right. It's like, it's the classic when people say they want 
a ghost experience. And then as soon as like the tiniest bit of haunting happens, everybody's like, never mind, never mind, I'm scared. So it's kind of like, well, what? <laughs> you never know how things are going to affect you. And so I understand kind of closing yourself off to it at times. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's been times yeah. where something bad has tried to come through and I'm just like, no, like this channel is only open for family. So I've just kind of learned to control who comes in and who's come, who, uh, who comes out. Oh, yeah. Thank you. You're strong. <laughs> That's really smart. That's really smart to do. <laughs> only positive <laughs> things. <laughs> right. You have to create your own boundaries and yeah. the ghosts need to respect that. Yes. My gosh, my husband's going to make fun of me when he gets home tonight. Yes. Like, I'm just like fangirling so much. You guys are, like, <laughs> I literally listen to you guys religiously, <laughs> like every single day. Like, I, it's on constantly. Oh, well, you're going to be hearing your own voice oh. back pretty soon. I know. It's going to be yeah. so weird. <laughs> you, you should just not tell your husband and then just play the episode. Just be like, oh, I should listen to the new episode and just play it and see if he picks up. Oh, okay. he would make. <laughs> he told, anytime I have this on, he's like, headphones and I don't want to listen to this. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's scary. We have a lot of friends that are like, we can't, we can't listen. It's too spooky. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for listening. Okay, well, this one was beautiful. I feel like so far this episode has been mostly positive. I know my cheeks hurt from smiling. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> was amazing. Smiling thank the whole you. Time. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great night. You too. Sometimes I realize or I forget to respond and I forget to talk because I forget that we're a part of this. And I just feel like I'm listening to a lot of other people's podcasts where like I'm on the phone as a third party (laughs) just listening in and I'm just sitting here smiling. Oh wait, I should probably say something. But you know what's also funny is like sometimes when you're listening to podcasts that are conversational like this, I feel like inclined to jump in and talk. And then I'm like, oh, wait, I'm not a part of this. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, oh, never mind. I know. I forget that. Oh. Yeah. There's definitely podcasts like that where I'm like, I feel just like I'm best friends with people. I feel like that with our, with everybody here too. Yeah. It's like we, we have the regulars, we're all friends, right? <laughs> Everyone's friends with me, right? Yeah. <laughs> besties right love us right besties it's at the end and we will bring you up so your your creepy daughter who is probably delightful can whisper see you on the other side with us oh i love that love that okay until then i'm also realizing that i think my audio is cutting out a bit in terms of what i'm hearing i don't so think hello hi hi yay i unmuted myself I always okay. get when I get brought up. I'm like, oh my god, did I unmute myself or not? Oh my gosh. What are you? Um, cry your what out or cry your what? What? Your name it says cry your. That's weird. I never type that. That's really creepy. I have no <laughs> idea what that is, but it's just Katrina. Ooh. That's really weird. Spooky. Yeah, that is kind oh of like, I'll have to, like spend. minus it. What the hell? <laughs> Because when you guys were saying it, I'm like, I don't know what they're talking about. I never <laughs> brought that up. Anyway, so it's the spirit. The spirit is like, tell them about I when know. I cry to you. <laughs> Maybe. Well, it's kind of like that, but not really, I guess. I have like three stories that kind of connect because um, uh, me and my grandmother, we both had like a psychic experience with a medium and they were two different mediums. So let's start with hers. So whenever... Uh, I was just born. I was named after my great grandmother. And that was my um, grandma's mom. And she passed away when I was only one. And um, she kept uh, like 
doing little signs for my grandmother. My grandmother is not really um, a believer, so it scared her a lot. So every other night she would start like moving things in her kitchen and stuff like that. And my grandma would get really freaked out. And she actually went to a psychic, like a medium in our little small town. And she ended up asking her uh, what is going on. So the medium said that it's your your mother that's walking around. So my great grandmother, it was her mother that was kind of leaving little signs for her. And she asked her, my grandmother, um, she asked her to leave her alone. And I'm like, why would you do that? That's your mother coming to visit you. <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? She's like, yeah. No, so too scary. Like, no, it thanks. was very scary for her. So she asked the medium to tell her mother to leave her alone. <laughs> so that night, um, that <laughs> night, her mother came to her in a dream. And she said, I see you want me to leave you alone. And she, whenever she woke up, she had um, the little like headband that they always wear. Like I'm from Europe. So the grandmas wear this little headband bandana on their head. So whenever she woke up, um, her mother said goodbye to her in a dream. And when my grandma woke up, she had that little um, uh, like headband on her lap in her bed. So <gasps> said goodbye no by leaving it there and was like, I see oh you my don't want God. Me here anymore. So she just left. And I'm like, I was kind of pissed at my grandma. I'm like, why would you do that? <laughs> like, it's so sad. But fast forward to now, oh I've been gosh. going to um, get readings myself. And I have the spiritual healer that's also a psychic. And she keeps telling me, she's like, there's some, something around you that's like apples. All I see is like uh, apron, apples, apples. And I'm like, I idea what the heck you're talking about so then I was talking to my grandmother and my mother and I'm like okay I've been getting this reading and apparently there's something around me with like apples on their apron or it's like a little handkerchief I'm not sure what it was so my grandma like paused and she's like my mother wore that handkerchief with apples on it I'm named after her. So she's around me all the time. So like she left my grandma and she's actually with me. So she's like my ancestor. That's kind of, that's the psychic kind of told me that, that she's following me around now. So she's back, (laughs) but she's with me now. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah. Well, I'm glad that she's returned. How do you feel? I'm not scared. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. I get, um, I see a lot of things my husband does too. So it's kind of been. (laughs) Oh, really comforting whenever she said that. And it was kind of weird. I'm like, apples, I have no idea what you're talking about. So apparently she wore that apron all the time and she had apples on it. So she's uh, she's back. Yeah, it's really Aww. nice to know. <laughs> yes, That's really is, sweet. Yeah. Right, and these this imagery and these mm-hmm. signs are quite lovely and not not spooky. You know, it's like leaving the scarf and, and showing you apples and doing all these things that aren't inherently scary, which I really like. It's just like a gentle ease yes. into showing their presence. It's just really weird that she's back. And like, I, it's weird that she's with me in Canada because we're from like Russia and Ukraine border. So like half my family is Ukrainian, half my family is Russian. So it's weird that she's here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like why wouldn't she stay there? Yeah. And it's weird that she's with me. Yeah. So I, I was kind of like iffy about what the spiritual reader told me, but um now I'm kind of like believing it because I could feel her around. Like it's very, it's, she helps me out throughout like the days. Anytime I feel down, I feel kind of happy all of a sudden, you know what I mean? And it's like the weirdest feeling. That's interesting. It sounds like she has seen that 
and maybe knows that you need her. Yeah, maybe. Especially and if I you're saying that she helps you yeah. like when you're low and need need it the most. That's very true. Because she just like the spiritual reader told me about her that this ancestor comes through and with the apples because um, I was actually started going to a spiritual reader because I was a little bit more down about like all the war happening over there with my family and all that stuff. And um, it's been like really hard. So I feel like she's been around much more often and kind of keeping my head out of it. You know what I mean? Like I haven't been really thinking about it. So it's helping out a lot, but that's great. (laughs) I love that. And I love to think that like family members are kind of always there, but maybe you know, and there are guardians, but maybe they don't always show themselves or aren't always present until we really absolutely need them. Exactly. I believe that a hundred percent. Wow. Yes. Thank you guys so much for bringing me up. Thank you. you. Shannon asked, and this is a great question. Is your family safe? Uh, As of right now, a lot of evacuations going on and it's kind of calmed down a little bit. So right now it is, but before then a lot of um, bombs and all that. So it's been very crazy, but the closest family members that we know are safe, but our ancestors and like the cousins and all that, I'm not sure about because we can't, we can't reach them. So, well, we hope they're safe and hope your grandmother's watching out for everyone. Thank you you guys so much. Thank you. Have a great evening. You too. Thanks, Katrina. Wow. I think one of the things that's lovely about so many of these experiences is it's family members coming through. Yeah. I think oftentimes yeah. I think of it's like total strangers basically just wandering in your home being like, hello, <laughs> can you deliver a message to <laughs> so-and-so? And you're like, I have no idea who you are <laughs> or that person. So who are you? Probably not. But well, our listener, Jason, who many of you here know because he is our resident medium. Yes, I feel like medium. Jason does get random messages. I think so too. I think Jason sees dead people all the time. Jason sees dead people. And Jason is up here on stage now because we want to hear all about seeing dead people. Hello. Hello, Jason. Hi. Hi. Welcome back. How long have you seen dead people, Jason? My whole life. What's your earliest memory of seeing a ghost? Uh, My earliest memory is being four years old. And there was one night, you know, I woke up in the middle of the night and I had this lady that was standing over my bed. It was a woman in white. And it definitely was not my mother. And, you know, being that young, yeah, it was scary. So then I just like pulled the blankets over my head and like yeah, hid from her. Yeah. But oh my whoa, I would be so scared too. So when did, when did you, sorry, now we're interviewing you. Sorry, you, you can't <laughs> tell a story, but now we're interviewing you. <laughs> but I'm curious when, when you realized it was, you could communicate. So beyond just being scared, you know, as a, as a child, seeing spirits around you when you realize that you could actually like make contact and deliver messages and how you kind of got into that. Well, really it just started out as like conversations. Like I, I would see them, you know, sometimes they would be like in my bedroom when I was playing as a kid and I would just talk to them just like I was talking to anybody else. And then as I got older, you know, like I, I could see things at school. I would tell people sometimes I did get bullied a lot for it because people just I'm thought sorry. I was crazy. But oh, I'm sorry. That's tough. But then it's like, if only if only those kids knew, you know, you had such valuable experience to share. So, yeah, I'm sorry. That really stinks. Did your family, were they open to it? 
Uh, my dad was. My stepmother was very religious. She was not. You know, when I would say different things, you know, like yeah. she even took me to the church and had me talk to the pastor about it because she thought something was wrong with me. Oh, geez. Wow. I'm really sorry. That must have been very difficult. And especially like if it, you know, it's continued on in your whole life. Was there a point where you came to terms with it and you were like, no, this is just, this is my reality and, and I am in, in communication with the other side? Uh, yeah, it was probably uh, about when I was 12 years old, you know, like I just got used to being able to see things that people couldn't. And so, you know, I yeah. had to accept it. I was like, this is part of my life. I'm going to go with it. Well, we are so glad you're here and that you have become a part of this community and that you have, I, I know you have done readings for some of our other listeners and you've, you've shared information with Corinne and I, and we are so incredibly grateful for you. And, um, we're just glad you're here. Well, thank you. I'm I'm glad to be here too. I, I'm glad to be able to help people like this. So do you have a specific story you wanted to share tonight? Are there any, yeah, I was going to say, is there anything that you wanted to share or anything that like has really stood out before? Well, I, you know, I did have one story I was going to share just kind of going on with the positive theme that it, we've been having tonight. Love so it. So the hotel it. that I work at, um, there was one day when I was working and uh, there was a group of people that was there for a funeral. And while I was cleaning rooms, I had come out into the hallway where my housekeeping cart was. And I looked down the hallway and I could see all of the family there. They were getting ready to go to the funeral. And well, they were all like just talking in the hallway and sharing stories. Well, then I could see this elderly lady standing in the middle of all of them. And she was just looking around and like, smiling she was happy to see they were all there and then she noticed that i could see her and like nobody else could see her so i just went back into the room i was cleaning and she came in to the room where i was cleaning and she started talking to me she asked she asked like can you oh see gosh. me and i said yes i can see you and then she had oh. things that she wanted me to tell her family and you know, I went and I talked to my boss about it. And my boss was like, it's probably best if you don't, because you don't know if they're going to be open to it or not. That one was a tough one for me because I really wanted to yeah. be able to share with them the things that she was telling me. Oh, that's so sad. I mean, she, except for the time when they left to go to her funeral, she followed me the whole day that I was at work. And there would be different times that like one of her family members would pass by and she would tell me things about them. Like, nice no, things nice things. Gossip. Like she would tell me like, <laughs> there was, they're like, here's the tea about that. <laughs> well, one. she was telling me like, you know, one of the people who went by was her granddaughter and she was like, so proud of how good she was with sports and things like that. She's like, Aww. I just want her to know I'm proud of her. And then like, one of her Aww. sons was there and, you know, he was like carrying a picture of her around and he really looked like he was having a hard time. And she wanted me to tell him some things to comfort him. That, and that's, that is hard for you. Like as someone who's receiving this information to not know how to deliver it. And especially like it is your place of work, you know? And so if a boss tells you, Hey, no, yeah. that, that yeah. puts you in a tough position. And I can imagine that's, 
Yeah, I mean, emotionally, I'm sure you really do want to deliver that message. Okay, here's a plan. Oh, yes. It's <laughs> <laughs> bad. It's a bad plan. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I could tell by your giggle. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to write little letters. Well, or you, Jason. You're going to write letters in with your left hand or your right hand, whatever is your non-dominant hand, and sign it. Fr- like, fr- say, like, this is a message from... And uh, do you know her name? No, I don't. Okay. Well, this is one of those things. Yeah, you need to just like get new, like newspaper clippings. Like it's a hostage <laughs> it's note. So creepy. But it's but it's like a message <laughs> from your loved one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. but also, this is bad advice it's from Sabrina. Terrible advice. So sorry. If I were that woman, I think Sabrina's thinking about it from from your perspective, Jason, and like sort of what you what you had to go through. But I'm thinking of the woman's perspective too. of like finally noticing that someone can see you. I wouldn't want to, I'd be glued to your hip too. I'd be like, no, no, no. We're going to spend some time together. I'm finally making contact with someone. This is, I've been waiting for this. I didn't know if it was real or not, if this could actually happen. And so, yeah, I don't blame her for kind of following you around. But Lily asked in the chat, has anyone uh, ever not left you alone? Are there ghosts that don't leave? Yeah, I've had some that have, you know, like stayed with me. The ones that I have that stay with me all the time now are family. But there have been other times that I've had some that have stayed with me for, you know, when I was in high school, I had a couple of them that stayed with me for the entire time that I was in high school. Wow. Is that like having another family member in the house? Are they just always kind of there? Or does it come and go in waves of energy, I guess? Or I don't really know what I'm trying to say, but... Like I'm thinking, is it just like having a sibling in the house or are they, (laughs) I guess, yeah. What kind of spirits were they? Well, the ones that I had in high school, they were, one of them was actually uh, a classmate of mine who had passed away in a car accident. And then another one was like one of my classmates, they had lost a brother. And so, yeah, he just kind of stayed around. Once he saw, once he saw that I could see him, he did just you, stayed around. Did you find it comforting, or did you? I guess have you ever needed to like cleanse or be very s- strongly worded with spirits saying that they need to leave you alone? Oh yes, absolutely. And you know, there have been times like if if I experience you know like negative presences or like demons and stuff, I always cleanse myself to make sure that they're not going to follow me home. Yeah. So do, you, when you walk on the streets, oh. do you just try to not make eye contact with anyone just in case one of a, one of them is a spirit that's like, uh-oh, that guy <laughs> can see me. I'm going to follow him now. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes there, there have been times like, uh, you know, I've been in the grocery store or something and I've had spirits see me and then I'm sure some people see me and they probably just like, oh, this guy's talking to himself. But then I have to like set boundaries and I'm like, I, you know, I can't help you right now. And there's some of them that, you know, you can just feel the negative energy coming off of them. And I'm like, okay, you need to just leave. I I uh, am not going to help you. Okay, wait. So when you speak to spirits, is it actually you're talking out loud? Like like wow. you are to us right now? You're having a conversation? Yes. Wow. Oh, this is just like Ghost Whisperer. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Do you watch those shows and how do you feel about those shows? Oh, yeah. I, I love Ghost Whisperer, you know, except for when they screwed the show up, but. <laughs> I I love Ghost Whisperer and you know it it does you know kind of remind me of like how it is, how things are for me granted it's not always as dramatic as they show 
on the show. <laughs> they, I know they like to make things really dramatic, but there's a lot of paranormal stuff that is, you know, really just subtle and mellow that people might not think is paranormal activity, but. Yeah. When, okay. Last question. And then I also want to know if like how people can reach out to you if you're open to doing readings for people, but I have one more do question you ever during these campfire stories, like have people that our listeners are talking about come through to you? Yes. Sometimes. I know. I know you give a lot of readings and, and messages and stuff in the discord after party. So, and you've shared a few messages that have come through to you with us too, like my spirit guides and stuff. So that's been really cool. Okay. When you were talking about the, seeing someone in the grocery store, this made me wonder when you see spirits, are spirits always attached to someone or not necessarily attached, but are they like near a loved one or near a place of significance or do they just truly wander? Like if I were a spirit, am I just like, Oh, I feel like taking a walk or maybe I'll just like putz around the grocery store for a little, what is is that how it works? <laughs> how do they go about life? Well, really, it depends on the spirit. But like when I've seen them in the grocery store, I've actually seen both. There are some that will be like close to whoever they are with. And then there are some that just wander around. Sometimes it's like, I don't know, they're just taking it all in. They're just wandering around to see what's going on. That is incredible. I, I'm trying to think of what I would do. I, I think in a grocery store setting, some people would probably freak out. I mean, if you, you're, you're used <laughs> to seeing people walking up and down the aisles, but then if someone was to come through a shelf, which I have seen that, that would probably scare some people. Like all of a sudden somebody just comes out of the shelf in front of oh, you gosh. and you'd be like, what the hell was that? Right. That's so scary. I think I would go to a bakery just so I don't know if people can smell things, but I would just want to like smell the food. <laughs> Admit it. I have another question. I feel like we could talk to you for hours, Jason, just asking you questions because this is so fascinating. But do you ever feel like, you know, when Corinne and I are always talking and asking existential crisis questions on the podcast of like, what is it like on the other side and all of these things? Do you ever ask any spirit to come through to you those questions? Yes, I do. And? <laughs> I, you know, I ask Still them all it. kinds of questions that that's how I learn a lot of things. Like I do ask them like, you know, what is it like to die? And the ones I've asked, like some of them don't want to answer. And then I have had some answer and they tell me that like the actual moment of dying, you know, people are always like, oh, it must be painful. They always tell me it's very peaceful, actually. Oh, OK, that's good. All right. Well, Jason, we are definitely going to have to bring you back up here and we would love for you to email more of our email us more of your stories. But in the meantime, are you okay with people contacting you? What's the best way to reach you? I feel like a lot of people have questions just as much as we do. Oh, yes, absolutely. People can contact me. I, I have no problem with that. I like doing the readings for everybody. So if they want to contact me for a reading, then absolutely. Great. Thank you. We're so lucky to have you. I feel so yeah. incredibly grateful that you're you're here every week and a part of our community. Yeah. Thank you, Jason. Well, you're welcome. Thank you. Well, it wouldn't have been a, a medium episode without our resident medium on this. Yeah, no, it would not. Right. Have. I'm gonna drop the yeah. Discord link again in the chat. Um okay. this is the Campfire Stories I'm- after party uh channel, I think. Birdie, help us close the show out. Okay, Ava, you remember what you're supposed to say? Yeah. Okay, we will. 
See you. See you. On, on the other, other side. Did you get shy? <laughs> you did such a good job. <laughs> Can you do the one that you said before, the scary voice? See you on the other side. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. Well, that, that was, was epic. Amazing. Ava, oh. you are... Uh, Nailed it. Chef's kiss. Perfect. That was perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you. To me, it sounded like a little gremlin. I know. <laughs> yeah, that was so good. So good. Now well, that's the best gonna way go to, to end bed this with, show. With nightmares from your spooky voice. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Birdie and Ava. And thank you, everyone, for coming tonight. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks again for listening. Here's a reminder that you can catch Campfire Stories live on Spotify every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. And if you want to join the conversation or share your ghost stories with us, just download the Spotify Live app available in the App Store now and sign up for free. You can even use your Spotify login. Easy. Every Tuesday, we're chatting with you about all the ghostly and spooky encounters and haunted happenings that leave us shivering at night and unable to sleep. Hence the campfire. So download Spotify live for free today and follow Campfire Stories to get notified every time we light the fire. We cannot wait to hear your ghost stories. Very spooky.